Hello and welcome back in 2022. We are really excited to have a nice conversation today about stoicism and how we can incorporate it into our new year resolutions. And Andrea, I'm sure you'd agree resolutions are things that somehow have turned a little bit negative because it almost means like you're starting something that you're not going to finish. And hopefully we can have a conversation today about not going down that path. Yes. Everybody that I've asked, are you setting a new year's resolution? Because I'm authentically curious has said no, that they don't set them. They don't believe in them. And so I definitely agree. They have acquired a bad rap over the years, but I wholeheartedly believe in resolutions and setting goals. I do too. And I think it's definitely important, but I think the resolution piece, the reason why it fails is because people tend to set unrealistic goals. An example that everybody is familiar with, I'm going to get on the treadmill and go every day, Monday through Friday, sometimes seven days a week, thinking everything's going to get better. Now I'm going to lose all this weight. I'm going to get healthy. And then they burn themselves out. And then after the first month, They all drop off. So January is a busy month. And then after that, there are a few that last through February. But for the most part, after that, everything drops off. It's not setting those realistic long-term goals or at least even considering them as more of like a habit, like something that's going to be part of your life that you can implement ongoing. Yes, I think the word habit is key there. I think if it doesn't become second nature to you, you most certainly will fail. Exactly. And I'm hoping that this conversation today about incorporating stoic principles into the new year will help our members and listeners understand how to change your mindset a little bit and look at things differently so that you can be successful with whatever it is that you want to achieve in the new year. So why don't we start, Marissa? I'm just curious, did you set a resolution for 2022? I have things that I want to stop doing and start doing. For example, I want to also look at things that I can control versus I can't control because that will give me better vision in terms of what I want to be able to implement going forward and making them more smart goal oriented, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. Those things are very important. And so I have a strategy in place for how I'm going to do that and also incorporating improvement and change in my life. So improvement from the sense of wanting to do better every day, being a better person every day, building better habits for myself, learning and improving as I go, and then also removing any toxic people that are not really helping me be a better person in my life and then bringing in those people that are. So things like that are things that I've been thinking about. What about you, Andrea? So I have tons of goals that are always ongoing, that I'm continuously reviewing. So to me, what I like to do at the start of every new year is pick a theme or a single word that I can place about and continually use as a reference for setting future goals. So the word that I selected this year was precision. 
And much like the goals that you've outlined for yourself, I am interested in establishing habits or systems that better facilitate the life that I am building. I have a lot on my plate and I like it that way, but I have found that it takes a lot of energy to maintain all of those moving parts. And so this year, I want to be very precise with the commitments that I make and then establish systems that will support those. So as much as I can, I'm going to automate and use this amazing technology that we have at our fingertips. And then I will be highly selective with the commitments that I make so that I can achieve the goals that actually will get me where I want to go in the future. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you're saying, in a sense, work smarter, not harder. With precision. Very precise. Yes. And I am with you there. One of the things I definitely want to change is I want to put more value on my time. And this is definitely a stoic principle is that we tend to value everything except time. And ironically, time is the one thing that we can't get back. It's a limited thing. You can never get more of it. And so really putting focus on, am I making the highest and best use of my time is really, really going to be something that I'm going to be focused on. And from that perspective, then I want to stop doing the things that I know perhaps did not work as effectively as I wanted last year and replace them with things that I believe will. So. For example, I want to focus on the essential things and perhaps that means saying no more. But when I say no, I'm also going to open up opportunities to say yes, because I'm really focusing on the things that matter the most. And I'm also going to look at asking for more help as well as offering help and listening more and getting a different perspective from the perspective that I'm used to so that I can continue to learn and grow. And lastly, I want to do more and watch less. So even though I love to learn, I always have to keep reminding myself that I need to apply the knowledge because you get to a point where, you know, learning can only go so far if you're not actually putting it into practice. You can't really reap the benefits. And part of the process is making mistakes and improving. So I want to do more of that as well. I love it. And I can see how you put a lot of thought into that. And those would be your logical next step. Yeah. And I think that a lot of times too, is that we tend to overwhelm ourselves with so many resolutions. And usually a resolution can be something like going back to the losing weight. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose this many pounds by this time or whatnot. And then when it doesn't work out, we get discouraged. I'm looking more from a perspective of how can I be my best self this year overall? So that includes things like improving myself, helping others, valuing more from that perspective rather than to say, by so-and-so date, I'm going to lose this many pounds or, or whatever the goal is that a lot of people tend to put on themselves in the beginning of the year and then drop off. And speaking specifically about wellness, Marissa, I really like to, instead of focusing on a certain weight or a very specific goal in that realm, I like to use the word vitality. If I am operating at maximum vitality, all is well, because that's your system, right? That's your whole wellness system. 
because you could lose all the weight and still not have any energy. And you're still not going to be any happier or any closer to achieving the goals that really matter in life. So I like to look at that as, am I operating with maximum vitality? That's multifaceted. So set up a system. And that's one of my objectives for 2022 is to operate at that high level. Because when you feel great, obviously you can get more stuff done. And then I just wanted to back up too, and again, hit on the word habit, because habits save a ton of time. You don't have to fire up your whole brain to execute a habit. It doesn't exhaust you, I hope, to brush your teeth, right? You get it done, and you didn't have to spend a lot of time thinking about it or preparing. You have the system in place. You know exactly where to find your toothbrush and your toothpaste. You know, if you turn the faucet on, if you turn it off, you have a whole system in place and you probably don't even think much about it. The more parts of your wellness system that you can make a habit and stack those before you know it, you're going to find yourself with maximum vitality. And more time. Yes. And I know that sometimes it can be hard for people to realize that that is the case because they are thinking in their heads, oh, it's just another habit that I got to add to my plate. My plate's already full. But I think part of that process, Andrea, and I'd love your thoughts on it, because I know that this is something you incorporate in your life is meditating. Because if you really give a lot of thought to where am I spending my time and going back to what I was saying, are you valuing your time? Where is it going? You realize that there's just a lot of time that you're not maximizing. And so figuring out what you need to remove and what you want to add, and then figuring out what are the best systems in place to make that all work so that I get the most of it. If you spend a little bit of time every week analyzing that, I think you'll find that you'll be able to incorporate it. And like you said, get to a point where you're actually finding yourself with more time than you ever had before. I completely agree. And it's just creating that white space so that you can really figure out why in the heck am I doing this? Why do I even want to be a part of this? And anything that you're passionate about is easier to do. Have you ever really wanted something and then all of a sudden all the parts just come together for you? Yeah. And that's because it was meant to be yours. You really wanted to accomplish that or acquire that, whatever that is. But if you never take the time to sit and be still with yourself, how are you going to know what you're really meant to do? Yeah, you have to step back. And I think what happens is we don't do that because we think that's a waste of time. You know, the irony of it. It's so funny. Yeah, you think you're wasting time going, I'm thinking too much. Yeah, but you need to like take a step back and look at, is this really the best use of my time? Like, what have I been doing? What's been working? What's not? And it's not a one-time thing. It's really something that you need to incorporate, even if it's 10 minutes every day. You really need to make it part of your routine because that alone will really help you to question whether or not you're doing the things you should be doing and then enable you to remove the things that aren't working and replace them with the things that are. Another stoic principle or methodology is journaling. 
And that, for me, the meditation and the journaling go hand in hand. And I rarely, like it would have to be a complete upset, like we're in the emergency room for me to miss that morning quiet time and journaling. I just, that's my time to just dump all of that excess overthinking or obsessing onto the page so that I can go back and pick out the parts that actually require my attention. A lot of things, as you're aware, will resolve themselves. You don't have to touch them. You don't have to make them worse. You could just leave them alone and they will resolve themselves. And then there are some things like, say, your vitality isn't going to resolve itself. You're going to have to pay attention to that and be present for that and mindful about what you're consuming, how you're exercising, how you're treating your mind and your body, if you're getting enough sleep. Like if someone upsets you, say, in the grocery store line, right? It's rude Mm -hmm. to you or on the road. A lot of people have negative experiences out there driving their cars, right? And they let that ruin their whole day, if not longer. So when something unpleasant happens to me, it makes its way on that page. And I'm just ruthless with that. I dump it all out. And if anyone's foolish enough to read my journals, I hope that they're aware it's a stream of consciousness and it's better for it to be on that page than for me to act it out, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Any educated person in the science of psychology there would understand that journaling is just that, a stream of consciousness. And it doesn't mean that that's actually what you would do or that's your plan. It's just Those thoughts can be maddening if you leave them in there to continue to grow and make up stories. And so it's easier just to write it down. And then what I like to do is if something's truly upsetting, I just can't drop it and let it go, right? I like to go back and read my original take on it after I've had a little bit of time to step away from the page. And I can almost always find a different perspective in there. Like, oh, maybe they didn't mean that. Or maybe they were completely oblivious to that, right? And I can almost always find a softer angle on that. And that gives me that space that I mentioned before. It's the space between what happens and my response. And that ties again to stoicism because it's going back to what we can and can't control. And oftentimes our emotions really take a hold of us. It's very hard to release them. And so for you, it's journaling. It's a way to put it somewhere, like put it away so that you can take a step back and look at it from a different lens. And without that, It's very difficult because you get drawn into the emotion, whatever that emotion is. Let's say somebody just was rude to you and you're angry or you're upset or whatever the emotion is at that moment in time, you let that take control of you. And the reality is nobody can control your emotions but yourself. And so by just putting it down in some way, writing it down and looking at it, taking a step back, that gives you that perspective that normally would be difficult for many people to handle in an emotional state. Exactly. And 
it allows you to free up the space in your mind. Because remember, you're the only person in your mind, as far as we know. (laughs) As far as we know, yeah. (laughs) You're the only one in there. Here's an interesting way to prove this point, too, that only happened in this last year when we've been recording so much content and using Zoom and things. I've had two specific instances where I was in Zoom conversations with multiple people, and I thought that it had gone really badly. I kept replaying in my mind over and over again, and oh no, how did that happen? And I went back and watched the actual recordings. So the truth, because it was recorded, I could go back and watch it. And it wasn't that bad at all. My mind had completely blown it out of proportion. And I had that happen twice to me in 2021. And I was like, wow, noted. I was a runaway train with that. And it wasn't like that at all. Exactly, because your perspective could be completely different. It's so important. And I think that's part of what I want to do more this year is to really get other perspectives, you know, be open more to other viewpoints, because what you think in your mind is probably very different from somebody else's take on it. It is. And the reason it is, is because we've all had a completely different experience. And it's those causes and conditions that form your opinions. And so like, I can't possibly embody all of Marissa's experiences up until this point. There's no way for me, you're the only person that can do that. So that all shapes your thoughts and your response. And once you get really good at analyzing your own thoughts through the journaling and the meditation, that makes you more compassionate and understanding to other people because you can clearly see they're just not at that point in the process. I have so much compassion for moms with young children who are like having temper tantrums in the store, right? Because I've been there, but I survived it and now I don't have to be there anymore and I know it ends. So I have a different perspective than they do, right? That it's impermanent, but they're in it. And when you're in it, it feels so awful and you don't always respond with (laughs) patience when you're trapped there. So I always have so much compassion for people who are having a meltdown because they just don't have the tools yet to get that space. Yeah. And we've all been through it. All been through it. At some level, all of us go through these stages in our lives and We just expect things to work and they don't. Life is messy. It's so messy. That's why it's so important to have good resources, surround yourself with good people that you can talk to, build habits. And that's exactly why we are so passionate about community. Like this is a place for us to meditate, to talk, to realize that you're not alone, that there are other people going through the same challenges and that we can support each other. Absolutely. And I think just by the sheer nature that we're human, we need other people. And so if you find other people who are on a similar path, now granted, we're all having a different experience, but our resolutions, there were a lot of things in that that dovetail beautifully. 
And when you find people who are on a similar path, right, then you grow from their experiences. And that by itself is a huge time saver. That's exactly right. And it's just looking at things differently than you would expect because somebody out there will always, for the most part, see things in a different way. And just being open to that and hearing other people's viewpoints, that's part of the meditation process. If we take the time to do that, we could really understand things better, get ourselves out of that emotional state and be more in a space of learning how to improve, being open-minded about new ideas and realizing that there's nothing that any of us have gone through that somebody else hasn't already. Somebody out there who knows exactly what you're going through. And we are looking forward to bringing in more members and having more conversations with people about what their challenges are and what they're going through. And we're going to be focusing on particular topics along the way that relate to women and what matters to women the most. So this is going to be a great year and I'm so looking forward to it. I am too. And I just want to invite everybody to join us on Clubhouse the first Thursday of the month, 12 p.m. Eastern, 10 Mountain. And if you are interested, you can either follow us on Patreon so that you can at least get updated on what we're talking about on a weekly basis, and then join us monthly. And in order to do that, you need to be a Patreon member. So you can go to the same Patreon link. It's patreon.com forward slash Stoic Sister Society. Join us there and all the information you need will be there and reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. I'd like to wish everyone a happy new year. Happy new year.